Hey guys, welcome to Greener Grass, a podcast. We are your hosts, Carrie B. and Kelly McVeigh. This is the weekly roundup. Okay, Kelly. Hi, I've missed you. I know I've missed you too. Oh my God, life is crazy. I was kind of like, wonder what's going on. Like, we haven't chatted. We, I have no idea how life is. Like, I, we really haven't talked. First question I have for you is, how was Halloween? Okay, we had so much fun. Um, we had ki- a, a bunch of kiddos over, and they did all the deeds and went around the whole neighborhood. And my kids are a little bit older, so they kind of can go, um, you know, kind of start to, like, do their own thing a little bit. Did you trick-or-treat with the bean? Okay, I'm very happy to say that I completely gave myself permission to do nothing for Halloween. Okay, I love that. I love it, right? Because sometimes I'm really into it. Like last year, I was really into it. And this year, this, Halloween's interesting in LA because when I lived on the East Coast, and I was younger too, but it's like there's a feeling in the air. It's like fall yeah. is here, winter's coming. Yes. It's like there's a change. And here it's just like it's 75 degrees, at, you know. And we're just eating candy. So I gave myself permission. I did not do one thing. I didn't even get like Halloween candy for my students, which I do most years. Some years I like dress up and teach class in my costume every day that week. You know what's so funny? It's like we flipped because I never, ever dress up. So everyone at the dance studio always dresses up. And I never dress up. And this year I dressed up. Yeah, you were just feeling it. I did think about you. I should say we went to Kings Island, which is an amusement park. Oh, my God. I miss Kings Island Cedar Point. They had this like fright night. I'm probably that's probably not what it was called, but they had it and it was we went in the evening and they have like people really dressed up like legit dressed up. Like follow, they follow you around. There's people that are like, look like a fake statue and then they jump out or, you know, whatever. And my kids were like all gung ho to go and crazy excited. And I took, um, you know, they were just so excited to go. And then, um, Mason was like completely freaked out and was just like, (laughs) he would see someone coming and he would put his hands up like, no, 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 which just makes the people come more. But I was thinking about your mention of the Halloween hayride thing in LA because these were like actors, the the Kings Island thing. It felt a little more legit and they were pretty scary. Their makeup was amazing. They were following us around the theme park, but that was like a fun little Halloween thing I had not done before. And Kings Island's in Cincinnati. Am I right? Cincinnati, Ohio. It's in Cincinnati and my kids also went on their very first roller coaster and they were not fans. Oh, not fans. Okay, sure. like like nauseous, like I don't think they had any concept of what to expect. Okay. And so, I'm not saying they'll never do it again, but Emerson's pretty tiny and you know how it just feels like you're going to fly out of your seat when you're a tiny tot? I mean, she's tall enough, she's just light. And I feel like it was just like as soon as the hills were over and the crazy, she just looked at me like, get me out of this thing. <laughs> like, <what are> we- <laughs> yeah, because when I was little, like, you know, the, the tightest setting on those things isn't tight enough to hold you in place. No, no. And listen, I'm not 
I'm by no means small for sure, but I, you always have that feeling where you're like lifting out. And when I was lifting out, I was thinking about how she was feeling. And I was like, she's either going to love this or she's going to hate it. But it's funny because they keep talking about how much fun they had. And I'm like, between hating the one ride that we rode on (laughs) and being chased by scary people and Mason, like, wanting to get away from anyone that looked semi-dressed up or whatever. I was like, did you, did you have a good time? I'm not sure, but they, they do think they had a good time. So. Well, their perception of their good time, because I always think about tour that way. Like I reminisce about it. I'm excited to go, but when I'm actually on it, I'm like, I'd like to be home now. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. So maybe, maybe like the before and after, but the actual during, Okay, so you skipped Halloween in a, in some ways, and I, I do yeah. think the world is different right now. So, like, what is your, like, Thanksgiving's going to be here soon? Like, are you guys plan- doing Thanksgiving? Are you doing a Friendsgiving? Or what, what are your holidays? Like, what are you plotting and planning? Okay, so the magical thing about Thanksgiving with Asa, and I've never had a partner that has done this, he might not cook all year, but what he does do is he cooks Thanksgiving. on Thanksgiving and Christmas. I love it. And he goes full out. So he fries a whole turkey outside okay. in a fryer. Okay, that's amazing. By the way, if you've never had – I never had a fried turkey until I had his. And basically – fried turkey. No, it's magical. And the way he does it, he doesn't do any, like, breading or flour on the outside. He just salts and pepper the whole bird. Yes. Yeah. Puts it on, like, the the, the – the spike that you just drop into the oil and it's like just the skin is frying and then the inside is basically steaming. Okay. It's basically fried, but the inside, the meat actually gets steamed and it takes way less time. It takes like maybe an hour. Okay. And when you roast a turkey, you usually don't flip it. You usually don't butterfly it. You usually just stick it in there with all the things. Maybe you put it in a bag, but like, the the meat that's closer to the top of the oven gets more dry. So Jeff and I um, last year did a, well, really, let's say it was our first Thanksgiving together. Um, but we did our first turkey and it was a magical day. I think he basted this turkey like every 20, 20 minutes, but we did it in the oven. But we have a lot going on because the the Canada border has opened so we're super excited because his family's coming and they're going to get to see our house for the first time so i'm plotting and planning thanksgiving like i never have before okay i this is exciting because you're finally having family over and it's uh you know it's like post pandemic ish it's great post pandemic ish i just think overall and the crazy thing is jeff's hockey is so crazy that he'll come home on Thanksgiving morning. Wow. Yeah. And listen, I should tell a funny story that happened to us last year. So our first Thanksgiving together, we were just doing our family. There was a couple friends that came over, but all of our kids together. And he was so excited about this turkey. We had just moved into the house a couple days before. I went to pick up Emerson and Mason, and I actually stopped and got some stuffing that I had ordered from a caterer. Anyway, our, it was a brand new house and there was a door in the garage, like the garage door that we didn't have down because we just moved in two days before. And Jeff went out to the garage to get something and locked himself out of the house. He had no phone, no keys, 
know anything. And I was gone for like an hour and a half. Oh no. Yes. And we came home, Emerson and Mason and I came home and I was like, that's crazy. Jeff's outside jogging. Like we passed him jogging down the street. And I was like, I thought he would be in like crazy turkey mode, like getting this turkey ready. Oh, so he wasn't stuck in the garage. He just couldn't get into the house. He couldn't get into the house. He had no shoes on. He had flip flops and he had no coat. It was cold outside. He had no phone. So he found his lawn shoes in the garage and um, like his this big coat that he wears like to do like yard stuff. And he decided to go for a jog because he was cold. So he went for a jog around the neighborhood. Um, but like we we passed him and I was like, oh, he must have gotten everything ready to have this turkey because he's out for a jog. That's so funny. And then we pull in the driveway and he's like, I locked myself out of the house. I had no phone to call you and tell you. And so I think we were originally supposed to eat at like 2.30 or 3. And I think we ate at like 5. <laughs> you know what? I've never understood this like Thanksgiving eat for lunch. Yeah. You like the evening? Yeah. We've always done evening. Okay. So Kelly, so Asa's Thanksgiving is fried turkey, stuffing, sweet potatoes, cranberry sauce, pie, fully baked cake, mac and cheese. I'm not, I'm not messing with you. Mac and cheese. Real deal. Lasagna. And we're talking catering trays Lasa- of that. Did you just say lasagna? I did. What? Where does the lasagna come in? Is it's just, just for, is it for you three? Well, that's the funny thing. It doesn't matter who's coming. The same amount of food gets made. Right. Yeah. This is crazy. That's a, how does, I don't understand the lasagna piece. Okay. Sweet potatoes are my favorite. We're having stuffing. We're having cranberry sauce rolls mashed potatoes gravy are a big thing like jeff was very specific about the gravy okay pies we're having um a couple different pies but what what's going on with this lasagna i don't know if that's just what their family always did i, like I don't it. know we have a pumpkin pie i do i mean who who doesn't like some creamy cheesy lasagna we have an apple pie. I do a pumpkin pie. They're not into the pumpkin pie. Okay. They do Hawaiian rolls, Hawaiian bread rolls. I'm telling you, like, last year when we didn't invite anybody because of the pandemic, it was hilarious because we were like, okay, where's the homeless people that we should give this food to? Like, literally. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But his his family lives here. Yeah. His family lives here. So they come over. And I think last year what we did is we just put it all in the kitchen, had them come in serve their own plates like paper plates we sat outside that's what we did so but in contrary to that because I am so loving that I don't have to do anything when I tell you I don't have to do anything I mean I don't have to do anything I can sit on the couch the entire day so that's what I was gonna say is your Thanksgiving like uh sit on the couch have a glass of wine let let me know when the food's ready now yes Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So this was another, what was I just thinking? Okay. So you and I both, well, I mean, I try to be, I'm not as amazing as you, but like eat clean, do all the things. Is this a day that you just like free pass, like go all out? Or do you still try to like, what, what does that your day look like? Okay. So you know how like you have the things that you really like. So I will eat dark meat turkey for almost the entire meal plus pie at the same time. Like pumpkin okay. pie at the same time okay. and mac and cheese, but 
almost everything else. Oh, sorry. Asa will fry an entire ham as well. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I love ham. Yeah. And I used to have that with my family more on Christmas, but I'll take it, right? Yeah. I will sit on the couch and I'll just enjoy, I'll like soak in that feeling of everyone else doing the things. But my family, we grew up with a Chinese Thanksgiving. Okay, what what does does that that mean? Right. Yeah. It's amazing. And the Partikas, who are also... You might know that name because they, that family is. I know the Partikas. You yeah. Know, I do with Ben. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So the Partikas were our next door neighbors for like three houses. Our families yes. moved together three times. I, I, I don't even know what to say. I, my parents liked their parents a lot. Like they're our buddies. So they yeah. would come over for every Thanksgiving and Christmas when we were kids up until I graduated from high school. So this is wonderful. And they, uh, Mrs. Partika would make Christmas cookies, and they would have a Thanksgiving lunch. Okay. American style. They would do the turkey, gravy, mashed potatoes. I, I mean, now that I feel like back, I'm, like, really impressed with them turning that around and eating a huge meal again. Right. Right. But we would have a roasted turkey, normal American style. My mom would make shumai, which is the homemade dumplings. Okay. Um, pork dumplings, and that would be steamed, and we would have that as an appetizer. And I look forward to this every year. We only had it like two times a year. And then my mom would make like glass noodles and like uh, like a dirty rice, but Chinese style, and veggies. And so our our Thanksgiving turkey would just be the protein. Okay. And then we have this huge Chinese meal, and it was the best. So do you miss this? Yes, but not enough to do it. Okay. Because that sounds, I mean, I have, we know my cooking skills are minimal, but this sounds like a lot, like a lot of work. It's, it's arguably the same or less work than doing what Asa does. But the idea that I don't have to do anything overrides any of my memories about making a Chinese because it's a lot of work. Yeah. Listen, I totally get that. Yeah. Now, I'm a cleaner-upper girl, so mm-hmm. even though the majority of things Jeff really did last year, I did do mashed potatoes. Oh, and green bean casserole. Green bean casserole. But the majority of things he did, but I la- I like to clean everything up afterwards. Okay, by the way, I have I have to say that I've never been to an event or a friend's house where they had green bean casserole. Really? I see it in the pictures. And like the Campbell soup labels, and I've never ever experienced this. I want to because I love green beans, and it's just like a creamy green bean dish baked, right? Yeah. I would love to eat that at somebody's house. Um, and so what I do is I eat my meal, and I have wine as I do it, and then I'm like happily like completely breaking down the entire turkey by the time everyone else is still eating. Yes. So I break down the entire turkey, break down the entire ham, Ziploc bags. And then so by the time everyone leaves, it's totally clean. And the next day you just wake up with leftovers. It's a really good way to go. I love it. Yeah. Now, are you someone (laughs) – listen, it's so funny. I should tell you I'm being honest. Like because his family's coming, like I've overthought. You know what I mean? Like I texted his sister like what kind of wine does your 
mom like what kind of wine does your dad like i ordered a quiche from this little place for breakfast that morning i ordered two pies i ordered a turkey that we will cook but i ordered the turkey and then like i've made a list of like sweet potatoes whatever but during this phone call i texted jeff and said hey on a call but i do i need to order a honey baked ham i think we had one of those last year at our thanksgiving <laughs> because this call is making me think i think we had a honey baked ham last year too and you just mentioned ham so i'm like listen i think we need a honey baked ham as well by the way i'm assuming you guys have a honey baked store in columbus is this we true we do we do okay week of thanksgiving is like is is like the line around the block um so yes yes but you can also do this like designated pickup time oh that's smart so you can do this des and maybe that was partially in play last year because of pandemic so you had a designated pickup time and then you pulled into a parking spot and they brought your thing out but there was also the line around the the thing of people that were just going in to to like pick up a honey baked ham and well ours also does all the sides and all the fixings and all the pies does yours like you can you could just do a whole dinner from them I bet they do I think we wanted to do our own thing but I bet that you can order all of that yeah I think nowadays you can and then also for LA the local LA news is always there being like the line is so long yes we had police officers like helping manhandle the line and (laughs) Keeping everyone at a distance, but I didn't see any news reporters. Okay, yeah, it's just always a big deal. And then are you, no one's traveling from your end. It's all his family coming in. It's all his family coming in. And I'm sure that like that Friday or whatever, I'll sneak over to my family's house. But I just to like say hello and check in, I think this is just the first time that his family has been able to come since the pandemic because of the border. And yes. so putting it all in, you know what I mean for that. And they haven't seen our house. So I know he's excited for them to see the house and everything we've done. So kind of all, all going in with that this year. Okay. So it's, it's a lot of stuff, but it's going to be so fun. Yeah. So then like moving on to the holidays, like are, do you, are you tra are any of your family coming in or Still just things up in the air with the crazy of everything. Yeah. So my parents aren't going to fly anywhere. My sister and no one's going anywhere. If we see anybody, it'll just be Ace's sisters that live here in town. Right. And I'm really kind of reveling in this because I know next year there's going to be more pressure to travel. Yes. And I, and I, man, LAX is a nightmare is a nightmare like going to the airport here makes me want to slip my own throat like around the holidays yeah listen you know another thing that I have to say for you and another reason that you should just like hold on to this moment for you three to have your own special traditions and whatever is when I lived in Boston and I came home with Cameron and Kenzie when they were little I felt like it was holidays and Christmas Eve and Christmas and listen not that we weren't super excited to see everyone um for anyone that is family that's listening but it was like moving we had to be at this house and then we had to be at that house and they were little and then it was throwing everything off from their time schedule and it was almost not even fun because everyone of course wanted to see them 
Um, but it was just like going from one place to the other. And then we went home and I was exhausted and I felt like it didn't even feel enjoyable in a lot of ways. And I feel like you will be able to have your own traditions and your own things because you're not traveling into chaos. Yeah. Cause it's, I mean, the airports are one thing, but then if you have a lot of relatives to see, I don't know about you, but this child, if she doesn't nap, it's, it's like she turns into, you know, the gremlin. Right. Totally. That, that, that's any child. That's any child. Totally. My, my child's wonderful. But like if she doesn't get her nap, it's like so when you're seeing all these people, you're not going to plan a nap. Listen, that kind of goes back when I think about Cameron and Kenzie. I remember because a lot of my friends didn't have kids when I had Cameron and Kenzie. And I would say, like, we have to we have to we have like a 15 minute window here. And they like didn't they thought it was just like super crazy and too structured and I pretty much stuck to my guns on that with Cameron and Kenzie. I don't think I did it as much with Emerson and Mason because I didn't have as many options because we were going to a cross country meet or because I was working or because of whatever. And so I had to be a little bit more open to schedules, but with Cameron and Kenzie, I was pretty like rock solid and it's true. We know as parents, you have a 15 minute window and then it's, they're gone. Yeah. Then it's overtired and then you're dealing with that and then they can't sleep. So anyways, uh, okay, so this is a shorty because Kel has to run, but we have so much interesting stuff coming you guys' way. We have, you want a cookie? We have our friend Woody coming, and that interview is so, is so interesting. We have Janae coming up, Dr. Janae Davis, and then we're going to check in with weekly roundups about the holidays as we, as we get through this holiday season. It's really exciting, and we just wanted to do, do a shorty today. And, uh, yeah, we'll uh, bring you Woody next week. So excited in general, Carrie, for everything we've been talking about, doing. You're right. Our upcoming guests are so cool. And I haven't even gotten to talk to you. I'll send you a, a voice text after this. But a couple more people that are truly amazing that have agreed to jump on with us. Just a quickie for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and have an amazing pre-Thanksgiving get ready time. We are working hard and I know you are too. And uh, if you have time, drop us a comment anywhere you get your podcasts. Thanks to Asa Watkins for post-production. And thanks for being here, guys. This is Green Grass.